0: WPTF. Making your home great every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Joe Wade Formicola, thanking you for being a part of us here. We've got uh, Tim The Rock Feruzzi from HandyHelpers.com. Should be arriving in the studio shortly with us on the phone, the legend himself. From Chapel Hill, Stephen Clip, the architect, and here is Ferruzzi right now. He's walking in with many notebooks, and he's got a crowd of people with him right now. The autographs later, after the show. Stephen, how's it going? Uh, pretty hot? Are you poolside today, or where are you calling us from?
1: Oh, no, I'm calling from Blowing Rock.
0: Oh, you uh, went up there. Yeah. 15
1: degrees cooler, so it's nice up here.
0: Well, it's so good to have you on. Stephen Clipp, one of the smartest guys I've ever known in this business. He seems to have the answers to everything, knows a lot. He's an architect. He's the guy you call first, and then we call Feruzzi. Steven, Stephen, uh, this is a weird question we got, and we're using a lot of email right now. Tim's getting Why set up.
1: start with the weird question? Well, this is, I think, I don't know.
0: I think it's weird, but what do I know? We'll let Mr. Clipp answer it. Trying to sell a house, he wants to know if they should paint the garage door different than the front door. What do you think of that one, <laughs> A new Clip, what do you think?
1: Well, I think they should paint the garage door, no question about it. But and, th- But it doesn't matter what the front door looks like. The garage door should look the same as the body of the garage near it, or it should go the same as the trim, such as a white or light beige.
0: Well, Tim's agreeing. Why don't you put your mic a little bit closer there, Tim. You know, it's interesting that, uh, because Clip, uh, you do a lot of stuff when it comes to, you know, looking at things and remodeling. A
1: lot that. of advising people on what to do to get their house ready for sale.
0: And you do a lot of that kind of stuff. And before yeah. we get to Tim here, what are some of the main things? Like, you probably visited a couple of places last week. I know you were in Boston, uh, and congratulations to your family. Uh, MBA from Harvard's not bad, and all that lobster you I had. No, She could do better. But... Well, I mean, you know, you work as hard as you can with these kids. You yeah. get what you can. MBA from Harvard, it's a start. It's a story. Stephen, what are a couple of things, and the biggest questions people ask you, like when, you, when they come in and they want to sell the house, what, what, are they, what are the questions they ask you? I mean, they want to sell it fast and get as much money, we know that. Where do you go from there?
1: Sure. Well, the big question is, should I redo the kitchen? Should I redo the bathroom? Mm-hmm. And those are the biggest money things you can do. So, and the answer is usually no, you don't redo the kitchen. The uh, You won't get your money back on it. And what you do is you make the kitchen just good enough. If you've got something like Formica countertops, you change those out. Uh, if you've got old handles on the cabinets, you change those out. Quite often, you paint the cabinets. If you have dark wood cabinets... You get out the paint and paint them, but you don't change everything out because the new people coming in, they've watched HGTV. <laughs> they have their dream kitchen. Gotcha. And they're not going to pay you for yours.
0: You know, it's interesting because all real estate people, to few my neighbors that have moved over the last several years, and all these real estate people say... Uh, you know, all you got to redo the kitchen. You got to have granite. You got to do this right, Tim. That's all they tell you to do is redo everything. Spend fifty thousand so you can make an extra two, if that, or go down in price. Yeah, I'm not
1: sure what
0: they're. Uh, can we get Tim's mic on, please? There you
1: And go. you really don't go down in price, but uh, what you find is that if you spend fifty thousand, you make it back twenty five. All right, Tim. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with you.
0: All right, go ahead, uh, Tim. See if we can get your mic working can there. Nope. Nope. Can we get Mike's, uh, Tim's mic on, please? All right. Well, well, we got a technical issue here, but we'll get it fixed. 919-860-9783. Join the conversation. 919-860-9783. Lines are open right now. Give us a call.
1: And, you know, when you're looking at uh, what you do to get ready for sale, you're, the first thing you do is you paint or re- refurbish no. the front door, and the front porch. It's the first thing people see, so it's the first impression. Is,
2: you
0: got me now? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, you're on. Go you're ahead. Thank you. I'm sorry we had a little technical problem. Go ahead, Stephen. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, and you, yes, you do paint the garage door. The other <coughs> thing you do is cut down, cut all of your shrubbery in half.
0: Cut all the shrubbery. Oh, well, that makes sense. All right, Tim. Go ahead. I'm sorry we got your mic going there.
2: Yeah, I agree with Steve. I think that uh, you just do your bare minimums in the kitchen if you're going to sell the house because they may come in and tear it all out and you've wasted a bunch of money. So uh, just do, you know, real important things like make sure the house is in good shape. All
0: right, 919-860-9783. But I tell you, these real estate people, guys, Stephen, you know all about it. You need to tell the real estate. Stephen, I got a job for you. Have a class, invite real estate agents in, and tell them to quit doing this and help. I mean, I'm serious. I mean, this I'm trying to make sense on this show.
1: Well, I'll tell you the bigger thing that I believe you should do. All right, is you should hire a home inspector. He doesn't have to write a report. To go in there and tell you what's wrong with your home. All
0: right, we've got some questions here. We got some calls. I want to get to them. Okay. And Faroozi, I'm going to hit on you now. You've been busy the last uh, couple of weeks. I don't. Know, I'm going to need details. We're always busy. We wrong? I, mean, I know it's amazing. All right, <laughs> Fred. Goodness. Fred, you're on the air. You have a question for Stephen Cliff. Go ahead, Fred.
3: Yes. Good morning, Maestro. Uh, my question is this: uh, If we're considering a, a, a uh, like a master bedroom for first floor addition. And once we get our uh, our drawings and our plans, know exactly how we want to do it. Do we need to continue to have an architect involved to supervise the builder, like to make sure that the materials are are correct that he that he or she is using and that sort of thing? Or when does the architect's role uh, the end, or does and, it continue till the end of
1: the project? Uh, well, the the architect does two three things. One is he designs it. He he or she designs it and. So you get a better finished product. The second one is they draw up the plan. When they draw up the plans, you can do two things. One is you can get your building permit. So you need that. And the other one is you can get competitive pricing. You can ask more than one builder for a price. And almost always that saves you more money than everything you spent on the architect.
0: And I guess the architect could recommend somebody like Ferruzzi over here, too. You get involved in that, right?
1: But then the third thing is that uh, a whole lot of things happen during construction. First of all, you want someone looking at it who knows what's going on to make sure it's being built correctly. And you can't rely on the building inspector to to do that. Uh, You can't there's a possibility, though, with good builders this much less, that they'll do some things the easy way instead of the right way. So they'll short-circuit something and, oh, what's a couple of inches here or there? And <laughs> you find out that really it made a big difference.
0: All right, this is a good question, uh, Fred. Give us an idea what you, what you're doing, okay? Because Feruzzi will jump in here, and Steve will have some more. Give us an idea. Obviously, uh, you got a major thing going on.
3: Well, we're considering it. Yeah, we're considering uh, adding a first floor master bedroom, uh, which is uh,
1: expensive. Probably.
3: It's about you know that's often
1: a sixty to hundred thousand dollar project.
0: Ooh. Well, the bathroom in it, Fred.
3: Oh, yeah, Master Bath. We're talking about a uh, uh, laundry room. We're talking somewhere
1: 750 to 800, maybe 850 square feet. Okay, we're yeah, you're, you're up there in the $150,000 range.
2: All right, for us
0: you've done a couple of those. What do you say? Jump in on this one.
2: Well, I agree, That's and that's a complicated job. Ooh.
1: Hey, the so the other looking... big thing that happens is that in any negotiation – and all through the construction, there is, in essence, negotiation with the contractor. And in any negotiation, the party that has greater knowledge wins. Sure. Well, let but me what ask the, so let let what me the, ask the question. Does, well, what the architect does is the architect puts you on equal footing with the contractor as far as knowledge.
2: Right. Why is this so much money, Tim? Why does it cost so much well, it's a large, the material costs and just all the trades. And you have the room for it, right? It's first floor, uh, Fred?
3: Uh, yes, sir. We have we have plenty of room. Uh, it's going to involve, like, moving our septic tank to a different place. We've already had that, look- that permitter and all that. But,
0: uh, all right, hold on, Fred. We're going to take a break here. Hold on a second. Stephen Clip, sure. the architect's with us. Tim Feruzzi's in the house. 919 860 9783. We're adding a master first floor bedroom and we're in the $100,000 range. What's next? Your calls. 919 860 9783. Our
4: house in the middle of Our, our house has a crowd.
0: All right, Fred's on the line. Let me go back to Ferruzzi here real quick, Stephen. We were just talking off the air. Uh, Fred's adding a master bedroom. I guess 750 feet, Tim is a lot, isn't it? That's
2: a big. That's a big addition.
0: It's a big addition, and you, you, everything you got to do.
1: Let me it ask you. A... Two hundred dollars a square foot. That is one hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
0: Okay, we can kill the music, please. Thank you. Okay, great. It's nice to have music, but it's starting to get on my nerves. Um. <laughs> I wanna ask uh um both of you, I'll start with um Tim.
2: The septic tank moving, is that a huge deal? Um it can be. It can be. It's involved. But uh, you've d- got to you've got to find another area that it can be put in, which is usually the repair area. And um you've got to remove the typically you'll have to remove the uh, drain fields and the tank itself.
0: Ooh, John, what are, Fred, what was that all about? How did that work out for you? You haven't done it yet though, right?
3: No, we haven't, but I've been advised by uh, people that ought to know that the drain field's okay, and uh, we've got a place to move the tank to, and apparently what you do is you crush the old one uh, with stone, and then you just put the new one in uh, where it goes, and it's you know, we've got a place for it, so I don't think that's going to be a major hindrance. Um, well, that actually worked out well. I mean, it sounds like it's a,
1: it's a minor cost to you. Quite often, that becomes a major cost meaning upwards of $10,000, because, and the signaling thing is, you added a bedroom. When you we, added we a add. bedroom, you went from, say, four-bedroom septic to a five-bedroom.
3: Well, we actually haven't, because uh, when the guy came out to look at it, uh, one of my bedrooms upstairs I'm using as an office. So although we have a four-bedroom house, theoretically it's only three, and he agreed to uh, let it just be uh, stay at four because of the one bedroom being used as an office. So that's super. I think we've cleared that hurdle.
0: You know, Fred, I, it's just me because you only went to community college. I think I'd hire Cliff and build a new house.
3: <laughs> well, um, we we're, we're, we we love our location. We have an acre of ground. It's all wooded. We have dogs that run on it. That uh, we've gotcha. been looking. We've been in the buy or build mode for the last year and a half or so. We get a heads up every time a. House in our price range. for the first floor master comes on the market, we go look at them. Uh, either the lot's not right, or the you know the house isn't right. We just about decided to estate, foot. Uh, we love our view. We love our home. We love our neighborhood. We love our location. Well, I mean, you said it.
1: I mean, you said, said it. You know, this is one of the uh, this is one of the basic discussions that we, we have to begin with is whether to add on, renovate, add on, or to buy new. And you always look at both, but the hidden catch is that if you're selling your house and buying a new one, there's a 10% transaction cost involved there, meaning between the real estate commission and the work you have to do to get it ready for sale, you will spend 10% of the sales price of that house. So... When you de- deduct that ten percent from the cost of doing an addition, an yeah. addition becomes much more reasonable than you know than you would think.
0: All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get uh, I gotta get uh, on about some of the jobs he's done last week, jo- uh, Fred. Here's my question for you: Where are you at in this process? What's next?
3: Uh, we. are We've just about committed to go ahead and do it, um, and we're, we're thinking we can probably get it done and see, let me know if this is reasonable. It's probably going to cost us a couple hundred dollars a square foot when all said and done.
0: Have you do talked it. to anybody like Tim Ferruzzi or anybody to come over and, and look at stuff for you? Uh, we've,
3: done, we've done some preliminary discussions, but that's about as far as we've gone, yeah.
0: All right, well, you clue. can give HandyHelpers a call.com. You're good with the architect. Do you need Clip for anything?
3: uh i i think we may be okay with that but uh um Not totally sure, so I'll certainly keep everybody. Well, here's Uh, what
0: here's what I'm going to suggest to you. Okay, Clip comes in and does an analysis, relatively reasonable. It's a good second opinion for you, Fred. You might want to try Stephen Clip on that. Ferruzzi will come over with an estimate free of charge. Get this thing done right because this is a big job, and this show is to help you, not hurt you, and give you and point you in the right direction. Clip comes over and analyzes stuff, reasonable reasonable price on that, and then Fruzzi can come over and take a good hard look and sit down with you. So that's where I would be with you. It's Stephen Clip, The Architect, HandyHelpers.com. Fred, there you go.
3: Okay, sound, sounds good. Let me One quick thing. Is a couple hundred dollars a square foot a reasonable estimate? Uh,
1: but what yes. you're talking about, $200 a square foot should do it. It depends on how fast you get with the master bath.
0: All right, and Fruzzi, what do you think? I agree. Okay, we all agree. Fred, thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for the call. Good call. Interesting conversation. 919-860-9783. All right, Mr. Ferruzzi, what are you up to last week?
2: Oh, gosh, uh, lots of things. Um, we know you're doing roofs like roofs crazy. You're all over roofs the place. and gutters and all kinds of exterior work, some kitchen remodeling, bathroom remodeling, um, installing what, windows. When
0: they when you get calls, now Clip is analyzed the kitchen pretty well. When you come in, they say, I want to remodel my kitchen. What are they really, I mean, what are they doing? Putting granite countertops in and And, we,
2: and we don't do a ton of kitchen remodeling. Uh, you know, that's not our main focus. Right. But, uh, yeah, typically people are upgrading to granite or quartz or uh, just gutting the kitchen. Or just some people are just trying to do facelifts. And, and that's what
0: Stephen suggests, too, if you're getting ready to sell your house. Stephen Klepp is with us, the architect, Chapel Hill. Tim Ferruzzi, HandyHelpers.com, 919-860-9783. We had a good call from Fred. Lines are open for your calls. Here's a question for you, Ferruzzi, uh, from our emails, and that is, uh, what's the best boards you use in building a deck?
2: Well, uh, I there's lots of things. You can use treated wood, which is a standard 5-quarter by 6 bullnose decking, or 2-by-6s, 2-by-8s. You can go redwood if you want to get really, really fancy, but that's hard to come by nowadays. There's a lot of composite material like uh, Trex, and you know, there's lots of different name brands. He wants out
0: a there. sixteen by sixteen deck.
2: Yeah, I would recommend uh, maybe the composite material, but you're going to spend more money on that.
0: But it lasts longer, right? Doesn't rot. You don't have to do a lot of maintenance. Oh,
2: yeah, the jury's still out on that. It's, it's <laughs> you know, jury's still. Out. It's, and it, it, I, I've noticed some some issues with it. It gets slippery sometimes when it's wet. It gets really oh, hot, really hot when you're walking on it barefooted. I think my
1: biggest problem with it and is that it is still a plastic-like material. Yeah. And when I go out on the deck, I prefer the wood. Uh, The the low end would be the pressure-treated wood. Then the high end is an Ipe, which is a kind of Brazilian hardwood that is very, very weather-resistant. And these are some, yeah, I, I think it comes down to dollars. Well, I mean, we don't
0: want to do, you know, I think people, when it comes to that, if you're willing to spend it, and Tim and I have talked about this a lot on the show, you want to get it done right, so a little bit more cost is really not the issue. Um, it's it's what you want and, and how long it's going to last. And who's doing it. And who's doing it, yeah. I mean, it's uh, like my neighbor deck is, I don't know, the wood's smooth and ours isn't. Maybe we should have sanded it before we treated it or something. I don't know.
2: Lost you
1: probably did not put enough uh sealant on it initially
2: you have to maintain it
1: you have to oh yeah you're looking at
2: radio joe here you
1: you can't just leave the wood to weather and age uh the more you soak it with a stain that really soaks into the wood and protects it the longer it will last
0: all right, 919-860-9783. Lines are open. Stephen Clipp, the architect from Chapel Hill. Tim Ferruzzi, how many
2: jobs did you see today before you came in? I mean, you were one busy. This week we've seen 60-ish.
0: Whoa, that was a, up from the 35 a couple of weeks ago.
2: Yeah, we're averaging 40, 45. This week we did 60. Oh. 60 jumps. crazy.
0: What about you, Stephen? You're back from uh, Boston. Uh, you're out busy. You're in Blowing Rock right now. It's your beautiful
1: home there. Um, out in Blowing Rock, I've got a house just getting there, digging the foundation right now out here. And the, the fascinating thing is that a vacation house should be very different from your, your normal house. And if you don't have fun with your vacation house, what good is it?
3: I,
2: you know, the biggest I, thing is just having somebody there to clean it up after you leave.
0: <laughs> That's true. You own a lot of – you've got some rental properties and I've stuff. I've got a few too. of them, yeah. Yeah. That uh, some of the, In fact, I ran across a guy that – a college kid that rented one of your places in uh, East Carolina. Mm-hmm. Sim, Tim Ferruzzi is with us, HandyHelpers.com, and uh, Stephen Clipp, the architect. Chapel Hill, good time. It's a hot day today. I mean, then this next week, 97? I mean, we're sweating like crazy. Uh,
1: Should be up in Blurred Rock. Oh, good. Yeah, okay, yeah, well, well, just right
0: rub place. it in. Rub it in, will you? 919 860 you have any questions at all? Um, I got a question here when we come back. I don't understand it, but the guy wants to build a tunnel. Where is I? I got an e- I'm doing a lot of the emails here. The guy said he wanted to build a tunnel. I'm going to see if I could find that. Uh, that wasn't any, He wants to build a tunnel. Where's that tunnel story? Uh, oh, average cost to build a tunnel. I want to build a tunnel made primarily out of wood. That's about seven feet tall and eight feet long, and four and a half feet wide. Why? I don't know. He doesn't say. <laughs> of course, his name is Zo. That's a problem right there, Zo. What are you? What are you hiding there? Drugs? I don't know. Do you ever? You
2: build tunnels, uh, Frizzy? Oh, well, I don't know. I've never. Done of why
1: do you do it out of wood?
0: I don't know either. But uh, we'll uh, think. Are you watching because, know how much it uh, costs?
1: Ground and moisture.
0: I don't know. I'll try to find out more about it, and maybe a, a further, another email. Let's take a break. We're going to check on the Republic, make sure it's still standing. Making your home great, Stephen Clip, Tim Ferruzzi. Stephen Clip, the architect. He is on the line from Blowing Rock, North Carolina. It is a beautiful vacation home. Tim Ferruzzi, I mean, just he made 48 calls before he came in here at 2 o'clock, ran in with a bunch of notebooks, and we're here for you. 919-860-9783. I don't know why the guy wants to build a tunnel. If I were to build a tunnel made primarily out of wood that is about 7 feet tall, 8 feet long, and four and a half feet wide, how much would it cost?
2: Well, when he says tunnel, I'm not sure if he's describing something under the ground necessarily or if he's describing he's something over, over. – Well,
0: I mean, wait a minute. Let's think about this. It's seven feet tall, Cliff. That means most of us could walk in it. It looks like it's going from one place to yeah, something else. Yeah, it sounds
2: else. like a more of, a, of an archway type
0: of garden <coughs> right. thing. Yeah. Seven feet tall. Yeah, most of us can fit under that. Eight feet long. It's not that long. hmm I think that's what he's trying to do.
1: I have no idea. (laughs)
0: Uh, i got another question. My staircase is leaning at a dangerous angle. It's an old home with a crawl space instead of a basement. What can cause this and what approximate cost to fix it? Mr. Ferruzzi first, and then you, Clip, jump in after Tim.
2: Well, I guess it's a stairway inside the house, so it sounds like he's having— Old
0: home, crawl space instead of a basement. Yeah, it
2: sounds like he's having some structural issues, and maybe there's— not enough. Sometimes these heavy chimneys that might be in certain locations on the house can actually pull down portions of the house because they don't have substantial footings under them, or they don't have. Maybe he maybe doesn't have enough piers. Maybe he has some termite damage. It could be a variety. I got, of got
0: things. a termite question here. So you brought that up. We'll get to that in a minute.
2: Right there, it is. Right there. What do you think, Steve?
1: So I, I'm almost certain he's got something in the foundation not working. Either it's the
0: yeah, it is an old home, has, Steve. It's an old home. The
1: has dropped, or the uh, you've got termite or water damage to the girder mm-hmm. and joist underneath that stair. Typically, mm-hmm. under a stair, the bearing points are on a girder mm-hmm. or on a, a double or triple triple joist. Right. Uh, that almost definitely that's what where the problem is. The easy solution is you. Someone goes in there, and they rip out the the rotten wood and replace it. That can be a $1,000 job.
2: No, I, don't uh, think, I don't know
3: about if that. If you
1: have to tear out the—and that's just a dirty job for a, a carpenter.
3: So
2: you think it's going to be a lot more than that, tear. right, Tim? I wouldn't charge $1,000. That sounds like a— Three to five thousand dollar job right. with, with the peers, and you know, if you have to do peers,
1: well, it yeah. depends on yeah. how much you have to do. Yeah. I've, I have actually been surprised at how inexpensive some of this is. It's just a dirty job,
0: a dirty, no uh, good job. Well, all right, there's that.
1: If you, if you have to tear out the stair and rebuild it, you're probably looking at five thousand dollars at least. There you go. To rebuild that stair.
0: Well, we want to be honest about price here, and uh, you know we don't want to give the impression to everybody. That you need, They need to look at things. Clip needs to come if you've got an idea of what you want to do with your house, sell it or try to buy one. And uh, Tim needs to come out there and take a look at it because he's pretty good at checking out everything. He'll walk around and he'll be looking at stuff that you don't think to look at just to make sure that everything is done properly. 919-860-9783. It's a hot day today. Give us a call. Stay cool. You're going to be thinking about some things. Uh, that you want to do to your home remodel it to tear it down add like the guy wanted to add a Obviously, he doesn't want to do stairs anymore because he's looking for for a first-floor uh, master. I understand that. 919-860-9783. Tim Ferruzzi, HandyHelpers.com. Stephen Clipp, the architect. will make sure that uh, you have plenty of information how to get a hold of these dies. And before we go on with this termite question, Mr. Ferruzzi is always making sure he's staying on top of things. And it is now Highland Roofing residential? yeah. Highland residential roofs. Highland residential roofs. Yeah. So I'm going to make sure yeah. I write that down because yeah. it really kind of just fine focuses what you do there, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: It's highland residential.
2: And we have uh, Eagle Roofing, which is our commercial division, which is we're kind of doing a spinoff there.
0: There you have it, and you've got gutters, and you've got everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Okay, this one for you, Clip. And, Tim, let's start with Clip on this one. I own a home that was built in 1890. Mm-hmm. At some point, someone added on a small back room. They built it right on the ground, and I had to tear out the entire floor, so I have the walls, the roof, the rafters in place, and a uh, uh, sill plate is totally gone with portions of the wall studs. I don't know what that is. I think it's okay. termites. They you ate about have- a foot of the wall studs. I want to put foundation and save as much of the existing wall as I can. Bingo! What should I do? All right, Clip, we'll start with you, and we'll go to Tim.
1: Oh, well, first you tear out things so you can see what's going on, and then you just bomb everything with uh, termite treatment to make sure that you know any termites, anything in there is dead. Uh, again, it, it becomes a dirty carpentry job to replace the sill. And this is possible. I just, my daughter bought a house up on the Potomac River, and we discovered that the same thing had happened there. It, it's just simply carpentry work. Uh, you replace the sill skill with pressure treated. You replace the joists, and you rebuild the floor.
0: Tim, what all, is a sill, anyway?
1: You can, beside each one of the studs, Mm-hmm. You, can, you can sister it with the new stud.
2: What so, is a sill, Tim? What is a sill? I don't understand. Well, that. a sill is. You know, I, I sometimes call the main band around the perimeter of a house. I sometimes call that a sill. But yeah. most of the time. That's a sill band. Yeah, that's a sill band. And then that's a, sill a, a standard sill is, is just like. A plate. Is yeah. a plate for a wall. Okay. Well, let me talk about termites. I mean, so you rebuild it.
0: I mean, what are termites looking for? Old wood or.
1: I mean, I don't yeah. know. why. I mean, they don't show up at the new lumberyard, see, and have a feast. They do show up at the new lumberyard. They're looking for wood and moisture together. Mm-hmm. Well, that's They need not both good. wood to eat and moisture to drink.
0: These lousy and stinking waste. termites are eating
1: all our houses. We're in a you wet have place. Combination. Yeah, you will get termites.
0: Yeah, so don't the, talk the to the me.
1: The simple thing you do is you you get the water away from your foundation. And you make so you make sure the wood is dry, and you treat it.
2: Tim, you see a lot of termite damage? Yeah. Um, and going back to what Steve just said, uh, you know, it starts from the top and works its way down. So this addition that was done on this old house, it may have been done with a very low pitch. It may have been done with, uh, you know, it, it, who knows how it was made. But there's lots of things. There's probably moisture contributing to it. Maybe the overhangs aren't proper. Uh, Maybe there was not a a flashing of any kind, a termite shield installed back then. So there's lots of issues that, that just have to be looked at to find out. 919-860-9783,
0: 919-860-9783, making your home great every Saturday at 2 o'clock here on WPTF. Stephen Clipp, the architect from Chapel Hill, and uh, one and the only, Tim Ferruzzi, is in studio with us from HandyHelpers.com. 919-860-9783. You know, this is the time of year when people, and it's, we're, we're in the summer now. I mean, forget the spring. I mean, we're going to be 97 degrees. The heat is on in this state for a while. And does it, uh, Tim, let me ask you this one. When you're working outside, it's just hot for people. But does it affect anything? The heat you're gonna have 97 degrees in the next couple of days, and you're out working on things. Does it affect anything? Or do you wait for it to be cooler? Or it doesn't really matter.
2: Well, you don't want to do uh, you don't want to do painting outside of a home when it's that hot. Uh, and Not if you, on
1: the sunny side. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. and if you do do it, you know, like like he said, on on the shade side, and try to do it in the morning and. You gotta be careful in the afternoon, after three o'clock, because of condensation and things that happen later in the day. But uh, so you have to be, and, and sometimes shingles are an issue when it's really hot because if they're walking on the shingles that they just put on, they can scar them up. You know, just
0: well that was my question because it's, you know, you're going to see construction going on, and it's just plain hot out there. If you got a question for Stephen Clip or Tim Ferruzzi, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. It's making your home great every Saturday. Here at uh, 2 o'clock on WPTF. What are you going to let us know about your national exposure there? Is that coming I'll up? Keep and you, keep you posted. Oh, he's going to keep me posted. All right. Our lips are sealed. WPTF, 919-860-9783. Good time to call. we got some lines open. Join the conversation. We're making your home great. 919-860-9783 good time to call. Lines are open right now. Hop on, and uh, we're here for you. Whether the question is you want to remodel, maybe you're thinking about doing something, you're not sure how to go about it. Maybe you're thinking about hiring Stephen Clip to come in and analyze your situation, and maybe you want to buy a house or sell one. What should I do? What's the best thing to do? Tim Ferruzzi is involved in lots of stuff, and let's talk a little bit about uh, the gutter business, because uh, uh, this is this is a huge business and it's sort of like to me the wiper blades you don't think about them until you need them
2: that's right and gutters are very important and uh, you've got to get the water away from your house so and you've got to maintain your gutter so if you don't have gutters you need to seriously consider putting them on you can contact us at handyhelpers.com com, and some other emails but uh yeah the gutters are very important and maybe the gutters you have are in bad shape they've been up there 20 25 years and they're not working the way they should if you see a lot of black lines on them water running behind them over them you need to have them analyzed and we'll be happy to come out and
0: you know start. i'm hearing more from you and we got a caller coming up here in a second i want to get to him but i'm hearing more from you and Stephen clip that uh the gutters aren't wide enough
2: half the time well for a lot of these large homes they're not
0: I mean, so why were they put up to begin with, Clip?
1: <laughs> because that was the low price to do the gutters.
0: Oh, here we go. All right, Danny from Butner. Uh, welcome to the show, Danny. Good to have you on. You're on with Stephen Clip and Tim Ferruzzi. What's going on with you, Danny?
5: Yes, I, I've, I've got a neighbor. They just had a deck built, and I had one built with uh, a year or so ago, and mine is so dead, sturdy. The guy put bolts and everything through the deck or through the post, and had to pull length post up through uh, you yeah, know through the through the bottom, and you know it tied into the uh, to the pickets and to the, that sort of thing. And this guy he was so proud of his deck, and I'm not going to burst his bubble or anything, <laughs> but, in, but anyway, uh, the 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 posts are just up to the bottom of the deck. And then he uh he put the other, you know, four by post and then the other four by four post are up on top. There are no bolts in this thing, it's all nailed together, which I thought was coded. It's supposed to be bolts in this at least half inch to five eighths bolts with you know, to the base. And um, the uh the front of the darn thing is fourteen by uh twelve by fourteen, so it's a nice sized deck. And uh the front is just crisscross braced nailed in.
4: Well,
0: did he do it? Wait a minute, Danny, stop and say, did he do it or you hired somebody?
5: He hired somebody.
0: Okay, go ahead.
5: Well, uh, and the front is crisscross-priced. Uh, and just, I just wonder how long this sucker is going to last before it uh, starts becoming rickety.
0: All right, I, was just, I wanted to get to your question. All right, so all right, guys, jump in. I mean, Danny thinks this is a bad job.
5: I do indeed, but it's none of my business. But I'm just I'm sitting here looking. Well, you're at making it all of our business right now, Danny. <laughs> That's okay. That's what we're here for.
1: You didn't say who it was or where it was. Go
0: ahead,
2: yeah.
1: Go ahead Steve. All well, right. Uh, the,
0: uh, can we be, get uh, Tim's mic on, please?
1: Without without seeing it, uh, I can't you know really say whether it's built properly or not. Uh, your deck is probably built a lot more sturdy than this one. And I've seen some decks that you could land an aircraft carrier on. Well,
0: what do you think, Tim? Maybe it was just a cheap way to go with this gang or something?
2: Well, I mean, there's different ways to do decks. Uh, you don't have to have— What about a, this
0: crisscrossing thing, Danny? Well,
2: uh, it depends on how high it is in the air. I mean, it's it's there's some code requirements. I just did one last week where an inspector came in, and we had to come in and put cross braces.
1: Well, you have to put cross braces, yeah. and they can be crisscrossed, but obviously that looks like the, the cheap way to go Yeah. on it. Well, what happened—wait,
0: uh, hold on a second. I'm going to get back to your, your inspector. What what was that? Doing? So
2: we had to come in and put some cross braces on. So I'm, I'm not saying they were, were crisscrossed. We had to put a, a brace this direction, 45, whatever it is, and then yeah. one the other way from the center to the edge. As so
0: well. the inspector said that this is something that had yeah, to Yeah, and they done. were
2: selling their house, so it had to be done as well as some other things.
0: So it depends what
2: town you're in, too, with all this kind well, of stuff.
0: Well,
1: it depends on—the first question might be, was this inspected or not? Danny, what do you there know? Number, there are a number of decks built without inspection. Yeah. And yeah, this was not
5: inspected.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of times people will build decks, including homeowners. A lot will build a deck without having inspections done. And, uh, you know, decks are supposed to be inspected at, at every level because right. of all the things that have happened over the years. Well,
1: Danny, what That's was your so reasoning, Danny? But the thing is, if you <laughs> go to sell your house what? and your deck was not inspected, you could kill the house sale.
4: All
0: right, Danny. Why? Why do you think it wasn't inspected, Danny?
1: Well, I, I live across in front of
5: him.
0: <laughs> What's that?
5: I live across in front of him. I know how it was built, but he's, he's made so dad got much fun of mine. Was,
0: oh, this uh, is wow. a little neighborly jealousy going on here, Danny. <laughs> little the action in Butner on the next. On the
4: next, Judge Judy.
3: <laughs>
0: I,
4: I, did, I, did, I think it just looks so crappy. And uh, Danny, uh, Danny, all I have to say is
3: if he
1: <laughs> proposes a neighborhood picture and put everybody on his deck so they can take a picture together, don't join in. All
0: right, Danny, is uh, is this a, is he, are these houses, Are you're in Butner, right? They're, well, we know that much. Are these yeah. older homes, uh, like the houses that you're in and your neighbor, the idea of when they were built?
5: It's, it's, a, it's a mobile home. It's, it, the mobile home's been here
0: about Oh, years. it's a mobile home. Okay, well, yeah. there you go. So they added the deck on to the back of the mobile home. All right, now we're getting more information on the next, Judge Judy. Yeah. Our plaintiff, Danny... Danny, thank you very much. Okay, now you guys be nice. Go over there and give him a craft beer or something. Okay? Oh yeah, yeah, I can do that. Come on now, Danny, let's be nice. All right, love your, love your neighbor, love your neighbor. Come on now, Danny. it's a hot day out there.
1: Invite him over to your deck drinking.
0: Yeah, say like, you know, just in case his falls down. I feel safer on my deck. All right, Danny from Butner with a little uh, neighborhood uh, jealousy on decks. Anything can happen on Making Your Home Great, Saturdays at 2 on WPTF, 919-860-9783. Thanks for joining the conversation, Danny. Well, I mean, people always are adding something onto a mobile home. I mean, you see that every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. they're always adding on something, and usually it's a deck, and they stay there for quite some time. Mr. Clip, what do you got going on coming up next week, and how do people get a hold of a guy like you?
1: Oh, all kinds of things. Uh... I'm designing a really contemporary home right now, uh, and I'm designing a very traditional uh, Georgian manor.
0: I like Uh, that better. I'm not into the contemporary contemporary. stuff too much. The contemporary stuff I'm not into. Uh,
1: Yeah, but, but for those who like it, you can do a really neat, the key is to make it comfortable.
0: All right, all let me... Uh, not comfortable. All of a sudden, the calls are coming in like crazy here, so uh, I know Ferruzio's looking at another 60 jobs next week. It's amazing. And uh, we got Robert uh, from Apex. And uh, Robert from Apex, you're on. What's going on, Robert? Thanks for calling, making your home great. Good to have you with us.
4: Uh, I was just calling because we've been looking around at a newer homes, and all of them seem to have this... Uh, newfangled stuff called Pex it's a flexible water line and I'll hang up and I just want to know what they think of them
0: a uh, flex, uh, it's a flexible It's called, called, called PEX. P E X. PEX. I don't
4: know what it. it PEX. P E X. Yeah. yeah. All right, but go I'll ahead for. i will listen on the radio. Yeah. All
0: right, well, that's fine, Robert. Know. You can stay on the line if you want. It doesn't matter. What is it?
2: Yeah, PEX is. It's a good product. It's been used for quite a while. It's, uh, <coughs> it's basically water piping for your hot and cold you run water all over your house, and, and it's held up. It hasn't had many issues, and it's a whole lot cheaper than trying to run copper. So it is the product. Out there that everybody's using.
1: It's a whole lot cheaper, and the, the key thing to it is everything is run instead of a copper or a pipe, in which you've got all these connections and joints. It's a continuous run from the faucet back to the main line.
0: Mm-hmm. I wonder what his concern was, Robert. Are you still on the line, or did you hang out
1: Yes, up? I am, and i Well, what was uh, your?
0: Well, Robert, hold on a second. I want you to stay. What was your concern about PEX? Well,
4: uh, it looks flimsy, but also the home I looked at had like this water pressure thing in a garage where mm-hmm. they have to lower down the city water. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And
1: see, sometimes the city water won't be delivered at 90 or 100 pounds PSI, pounds per square inch. and. Most of your fixtures are made to operate at sixty pounds per square inch, oh, so if you've got too high a water pressure, it can blow out your fixtures.
4: Oh, but it would not affect the water lines uh, no, it doesn't
1: uh, if you find that uh, on that if in that case, you will have a problem with not having enough water pressure.
2: No, yeah. I never heard of that before. Now I too. have seen a regular it, it's pressure. It's like
4: r- a plastic. They have clear for cold and.
2: All right, hold on a second. Now we're going to let uh, Tim answer. Yeah, this. Yeah, and red for white. Yeah, uh, or for hot. But uh, yeah. I, I've seen a scenario where, uh, and I'm not a hundred percent sure on this, but where a regular a regulator actually failed in the garage, and it caused the line out in the yard between the meter and the regulator to. Well, that's that's where Robert's coming from. All
0: right, Robert, yeah. I got to go, but Thank you, you. Call again next week. Let me know all what right. you decide if you bought the house. All right, Mister Clip, give them how they get a hold of you here.
1: Nine one nine nine two nine seven eight three eight, or just Google Stephen Clip C L I P P, uh, and they'll give you you know website, phone number, all kinds of things.
4: All
0: right, Mr. Ferruzzi, HandyHelpers.com. I'm always putting you on our uh, Facebook page,
2: and I'm getting thumbs up with you, so you must be in my neighborhood a lot or in that area. Yep. Uh, HandyHelpers.com. That's H-A-N-D-Y-H-E-L-P-E-R-S.com and uh, com, And uh, phone number is 919-676-5969. These
0: guys are the best, folks. Tim Ferruzzi is the best at what he does. Mr. Clip, award-winning guy. He's a guy you want to call now. You want to get a hold of Stephen Clip? You're thinking about buying something? Maybe you're thinking about not buying something. Tim Ferruzzi can fix about anything. He's got a lot of companies. Highland Residential Roofing. We're talking gutters. We're talking HandyHelpers.com. These guys are in the know. This is Making Your Home Great. WPTF Radio. Have a good, cool day. Well, craft beers coming up we got some for you too cliff it's it's cold it's in the it's on ice mr ferozi you be safe out there say hello to your family